I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Sami Singhania, founder of QuickSwap, the biggest decentralized exchange on Polygon. But before we talk about QuickSwap itself, I want to talk about some of the problems that decentralized exchanges face about transaction speed, about scaling. This is where having to bring in layer two solutions is what you need to do. Tell me a little bit more about what's being done to address the issues. This is one of the primary reasons of why we started building QuickSwap in the first place, right? The transaction speed and the transaction cost. So, you know, last year when like this particular boom started happening, DeFi boom, blockchain space, like blockchain boom, Ethereum boom kind of stuff, the Ethereum prices started going up and the transaction cost also started going up exponentially. So it was an exponential increase, I would say. So earlier, somewhere in March, it used to cost cents or pennies to do a transaction on Uniswap. And suddenly it rose to, you know, 20 or 30 dollars to do a single transaction on Uniswap in somewhere in July and August, right? So that was like an exponential increase. And when that happened, it was good for the ecosystem because that proved that there is an adoption, there's a real use case, like the general public is moving towards the blockchain. That, that was good, but that was bad as well because now for a single transaction, you have to pay $20, you have to pay $30. That's like too much for a general user because it's too expensive to use Ethereum ecosystem. And we wanted to bring next 1 million users or maybe you know 10 million users, 100 million users to the blockchain. That's what we like everyone talk about but you cannot bring a million users or a 10 million users or a 100 million users if transaction costs are so high, if transaction times are so low, so bad, right? You cannot talk about having a blockchain technology at a planetary scale, right? You can't do that. You can do it for a particular community, for a particular domain, but you cannot have a blockchain technology if it's not scalable, if it's not cheap enough, it could be used by everyone at a planetary scale, right? And that's what we were talking about. Then we realized, you know, we have to solve these problems and that's what actually layer two solutions are trying to do right that's what polygon was trying to do that's what like other bsc is trying to do solana is trying to do everyone is trying to do right but earlier in the days when we were researching around this stuff polygon was the only you know layer two solution which was mature enough to build something on top of that at the time there were no other solutions out there so we decided you know we'll choose polygon like i'm personally very close with the polygon team as well and like they have helped us a lot as well in like you know making cookswap what it is today so we started you know building cookswap at that time because we wanted to solve this problem we wanted to bring next 1 million users and we realized that if you want to grow an ecosystem of a million users that's going to be on layer 2 right that was like we were 100% sure but if you want to grow a layer 2 ecosystem the first requirement is a decentralized exchange if you don't have an exchange, the ecosystem cannot grow. It cannot thrive. Like that's the first thing. Any project or any product, or if someone wants to build something, the first thing that they ask or they query about is, do you have a decentralized exchange? Where are we going to list our tokens? Because if I'm a new product, or if I'm migrating from Ethereum ecosystem to Polygon ecosystem, the first thing I need is an exchange where I can list my tokens, where users can come and they should be able to buy my token because not every project is listed on Binance. Not every project is listed on Coinbase or on centralized exchanges, right? And then they need a they need a liquidity kind of liquidity settings on the platform that they are operating on. So if you want to operate on Polygon, you definitely need a decentralized exchange. So we figured this out that you know that in next few months, layer two solutions are going to do great because of the like rising gas prices and rising Ethereum prices, like network congestion, all that stuff. We realized this. And we knew that the first requirement of any product of any user would be a decentralized exchange. 
so we started working on that and we built kuchswap and we, it's a clone of uniswap okay we wanted to build a dex but we never wanted to compromise on the security aspect like that's an, like that's very important for us and we knew that uniswap has been in production for months now like at that time it was almost 9 or 10 months for uniswap v2 in production it was like handling billions of dollars on daily daily basis right it was bulletproof nobody was able to hack it so we wanted to like achieve the same security model so we never changed anything in the uniswap core right so core is still same quickswap core is still same as uniswap v2's core and that's why like so far we haven't been compromised when it comes to security we did that we deployed kind of uniswap on polygon with some added features system extra stuff and over the i think it's almost 11 months now like since we started quickswap so in last 11 months like we have done a lot of stuff just to solve user experience problems just to solve these you know transaction cost problem bridging issues and all that stuff right and like right now we are sitting like at a very comfortable position where anyone who comes to polygon they definitely use quickswap any product or any project who comes to polygon they definitely list themselves on polygon like on quickswap so we have done a lot of things just to solve these problems which you mentioned earlier like the transaction cost transaction times then the bridging problems you know and a lot of other stuff we've gone through a number of the problems as you say but have we covered and this is the elephant in the room potentially have we covered all the challenges to the widespread adoption of defi or is there something else out there we still need to address i think it's just the beginning it's wrong to say that we have addressed everything it's just the beginning i would say like the we have just we are just trying to lay down the stepping stones i would say the very very first like very very beginnings of solving all the problems like major problems are still not completely solved these scalability issues are still not completely solved like the technology is still very mature but what i would say is we are solving those problems on a daily basis and and at a very fast speed just look at 6 months back right 6 months back we were not ready to even onboard a million user on polygon at that time like not i'm not going very far behind 6 7 or 8 months back we were not ready for that right not quickswap was not ready polygon was not but today polygon and quickswap can easily handle 1 2 3 million users we are already processing millions of transactions per day so we have scaled our infrastructure we have scaled the product so i wouldn't say that the uh, that all the problems are solved no not at all if that's the case which means blockchain is already mainstream which means defi is already mainstream and that's not happening right now so we are like moving towards that and uh, like on a very positive note we are doing very really really good right and we are getting our bigger adoption like from the traditional world as well right so which basically signifies or which basically proves that we are moving in the right direction but not all the problems are not solved we still have to solve a lot of problems it's a work in progress exactly if we look at it as a work in progress and you say you've moved very fast in the last 6 months in the last year or so you've solved your scaling problem what's the future where do we where do we get to a point where we can look at this and say it could go mainstream for example i think we are already going towards mainstream even if you look at the mainstream technologies let's let's forget about blockchain let's talk about mainstream technologies even they can't say that they have solved all the problems and all the scaling issues no even mastercard even visa card even those technologies face a scaling problem so scaling problem is something which you solve when you face it whenever a bottleneck comes you solve that bottleneck or you try to solve that particular bottleneck similarly i would say in blockchain industry or in defi industry specifically in defi industry 
let's not target about you know having a 1 billion user right now like let's not target about like getting entire traditional finance and they start working on the decentralized finance no 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 that's not the target that's not a realistic target i would say right the target is to get next 1 million users like for the ecosystem i would say and for the target for the technology is to able to become scalable to handle next 1 million users right and when we achieve that the target will move to 10 million so that's how our technology is built basically right so the first target is we want to you know able to handle 1 million users when we are able to do that the target will move to 10 million when we are able to do that and when the 10 million users are actually on board right or 8 or 9 million are actually on board we'll start working towards the 100 million target and the 100 million is achieved we'll start working towards the 1 million so we'll have to do this a step by step i would say right right now we are we have already achieved you know handling up to a million users or more than million users we are working towards handling 10 million users like that's where blockchain is trying like trying to focus right so we are already getting millions right we are moving towards a like 10 million users both on the technology perspective and from the ecosystem perspective so i think we need to solve these problems step by step like that's how technology works like even in the traditional technology no technology could say that we have solved every problem no everyone faces a bottleneck and when they face a bottleneck or when they hit their limits they try to solve or reach the next level i think same thing is applicable on blockchain defi like as well okay we've been talking about this from the perspective of the organization from your perspective can mm-hmm. we turn the question on its head and look at it from the user perspective what am i going to use what you're building for what does what do i get out of a decentralized exchange if i'm a user what's what's the value in it for me what's the value for you i i think that's a great question like the first value which a decentralized exchange gives you is you own your assets i think that's one of the biggest feature of any decent not only decentralized exchange but of any decentralized application right a completely decentralized application like quickswap right so in case of quickswap or in case of uniswap or any other decentralized application you are the true owner of your assets right so your assets are always in your custody right which is not true in case of centralized exchanges right in case of centralized exchanges the custody is in the hands of the actual exchange in case of binance it's with the binance in case of coinbase it's with the coinbase right and sometimes it happens you know that binance you know they stop withdrawing power for certain tokens for certain time period maybe they are doing some upgrades or they are doing some activity like maintenance activity behind the scene but they do it at that particular time user don't have access to their funds or if some kind of hacks happen like right now it's not happening much on centralized exchanges but earlier it used to happen a lot that you know their cold wallets got hacked or kind of stuff it used to happen right users used to like they they would lose their funds it has happened in the past but in case of decentralized finance in case of decentralized exchanges you know like these exchanges are basically governed by a set of smart contracts right those smart contracts are public in nature those smart contracts are verified verifiable those are audited auditable right so if you are like if you want to manage your funds if you want to look at the security of the exchange you can simply go to the smart like the smart contract site or the ether scan in case of ethereum polygon scan in case of polygon you can look into the smart contracts if you are a smart contract reader verified by yourself if you are not a smart contract reader but if let's say if you are a very big liquidity provider if you are a big user or if you would if you just want to get it verified get some auditor like if you know some auditor or hire some auditor get the security verified get the smart contracts verified or get it audited you know and then you will realize you know what are the loopholes in this particular 
exchange what are the security loopholes how secure this is right so everything is in front of you right which is not true in case of centralized technologies which is which can never be true in case of centralized exchanges right so that's the biggest benefit you are your own judge you can decide how secure this particular exchange is you are the owner of your own funds you can decide whether you are comfortable with this security model or not whether you wants to you want to lock your funds uh, under this security regime or not right the person like who has started these exchanges they have no access to your funds like like me and my team has started i have no access to the user funds even if i want to do something i can't do it right so i think that's the biggest power that a decentralized exchange gives you that you are a, in in a sense you are a true owner right of your assets and you can basically decide you can like do your own research and you can decide like whether you are happy with the security structure security model everything or not if not it's your choice like don't go into that particular exchange but at least everything is open in nature right everything is available for you Right. I think that's the biggest benefit of using a decentralized exchange. Thank you very much, Sami Singhania, founder of QuickSwap.